Hi, everyone. Happy Sunday. Happy Soul Tree Hangout. My name is Alyssa. And I'm Tony, and we're the Soul Tree Sisters. Yay! <laughs> and so today we're doing something a little bit different because Sundays are usually our Soul Tree Hangout. So if you guys have been rocking with us for a while, you know that our Soul Tree Hangouts are usually on IG Live, so Instagram. But for you all, we're doing our book club, and we love doing our book club on Facebook because guess what? We could go through StreamYard, so how you guys are seeing us now. Um, and so we are really excited to have our book club again. Uh, we started this last year around this same time, and we read the four agreements, and that was really fun, and our community really enjoyed it. So we're like, a year later, like, let's do another book club. Like, this time of year, I feel like it's nice. You can read your book outside. Um, and so it's a way for us to you know talk about the books that we're reading and discuss further into how we're applying it in our life um, and so basically our soul tree book club is a way for us to elevate our mind body and soul so taking care of ourselves um, through reading and through activating the mind so that's really fun um, and it's also a way for us to collectively heal since we're all coming together um, as one for this Yes. And I wanted to also add, because this is a live event, because we're streaming live here on Facebook Live, please let us know if you're joining us on the stream. Let us know where you're tuning in from. Let us know if you participated in our last year's book club. Um, and we would love to get to know you through this. This is an interactive um, book club series. So feel free as we go along to type in the chat and we want to engage with you that way. So just want to set that and, and, and welcome you to engage with us. Yes. And so this month of June for Soul Tree Sisters, we're focusing on the art of reading. So that's why we're having our Soul Tree book club. Um, and it's a safe space for us to discuss like our thoughts and reflections on the book that we're reading. Um, and just like a note, although this is a book club and we are sharing our thoughts on find boundaries or set boundaries, find peace. Uh, if you haven't read the book, that's okay too. And we'll talk about that a little bit more later, but this is just a way for us to discuss and kind to talk about you know what we've been learning um, and to dive deeper into some of the topics or questions um, that get posed in the book so that's really exciting um, and I just remember from last year it's just so fulfilling to like be able to share like our takeaways from a book and get all of y'all's takeaways um, your I don't know, like opinions on things or when we open it up for you all to share, you know, like what you've been thinking, um, maybe how this applies to your life. Um, mm -hmm. I, I always find it really um, like, what do you call that? fulfilling. <laughs> yes, and it's nice. Like for me, like I love doing things in community. I'm all about the collective healing and also I'm all about conversation. So that's what brings me to the book club, book club series. And I just want to shout out some people who are tuning in with us live. We have Larry. Hi, Larry. Um, let us know where you're tuning in from. And then we have Aja Marie from Los Angeles. Hey, thank you for joining us. Yes. And that's Asia. So we went to um, our herbalism. She was part of my hood herbalism. Oh, awesome. Um, so yes, I'm so excited for you all to be joining us. Um, if you haven't already and you're joining with us live, please do comment below uh, your name, where you're tuning in from. Um, you all can also chat below like what you're excited about for this book club series. If you joined our series before, I know Larry has joined before. I don't know anyone else who's online. If you have done our book club last year, please let us know. Uh, we'd love to be reminded of who's in the house with us. Yes. So we first want to just let you know what our featured book, Tony, let us know what is the featured book this year, this series. So we are featuring Set Boundaries, Find Peace by Nidra Glover Tawab. And this is it. Alyssa has as well. So I gifted it to myself and Alyssa. <laughs> um, basically, a lot of the books, like if I get for myself, I'm like, oh, Alyssa, you know, she'd probably like this too. Oh, and then my bookshelf is right here. So. <laughs> my little studious place uh, oh yeah and Alyssa's bookshelf is right there too um and so yeah I chose this book because if you all follow my leak teal um she's like a 
black businesswoman and has like an Instagram page. She talked about this book and I remember her talking about the book and the author and I was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like uh, Nidra, the author, I'll talk about her in a little bit, but it's a black woman. So I thought I love supporting like black writers and things like that. Um, and Alyssa and I both love like self-help self-development books this is right up our alley um because sometimes yeah because the four agreements is also kind of like a self-help book um and this one is similar um but you can also comment below if there's any other books you would like us to potentially do a book club in the future um but yeah so we're really excited about that um so yeah do you want to yes and we also wanted to ask y'all we want to do a poll like um, have you read this book before? Are there any first time readers? Let us know in the chat if you have heard of the author Nidra, if you follow her already on IG, she does a lot of her um, engagement on there. And let us know um, if you're planning on getting the book now that you're a part of this series. Um, I also wanted to briefly talk about why we chose to um, feature this book and I wanna share a quote by Nidra and she shared the root of self-care is setting boundaries. And those of you who are new to the Soul Tree Sister community, we are all about soul care. And the root of soul care is self-care, taking care of the self. And so when Tony and I saw this, we're like, ooh, this is definitely a reason why we think it's important to bring this book to our community because a big part of understanding boundaries is knowing that it is rooted in self-care. Yes. One more time for the people in the back. Okay. The root of self-care is setting boundaries. And um, today and throughout the whole month of June, we'll be breaking down what boundaries are, what that means, the different kinds of boundaries, what that looks like. Um, and in this book, I really love it because she has exercises and journal prompts that we'll be sharing with you all as well that helps you reflect on like boundaries in your life, you know, how you've learned about them, you know, types of boundaries that you can improve and like actionable steps to improve boundaries and relationships. So that's what I really love. Um, but yes, boundaries are so important. And yeah, the one thing I, what really set um, apart this book from other like self-help books in my opinion was that it really does focus on self-care and like the title set boundaries find peace but then the like subtitle is a guide to reclaiming yourself. And so I think it's just so true. Like now that I've, uh, read the book that it really is a way to reclaim because sometimes um you know like through growing up or us like being socialized and conditioned in our different lifestyles we think that like oh this is how it has to be or this is how my relationship with this person always is and sometimes we regret we, we dread it or regret it or something but i love this book to show how you are really the driver of the relationships in your life and you create um you create the dynamic in the relationships you have, whether you're um, aware of it or not, or conscious or not of it. So I found that to be really intriguing as well. Yeah, I would say what sticks out to me too is like normalizing, communicating our needs and normalizing, normalizing uh, communicating when our needs aren't met. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like that's a part of self-care that doesn't get talked about a lot. Self-care is normally like treat yourself. And it's normally not saying like, oh, self-care is communicating the need for care or the disappointment with the lack of care. Um, so that's what really is my interest in diving more into this book. And what I'm really excited to share with y'all is that like, let's get to the root of self-care. She really does pack a lot of gems in here. And today really is just about introducing some of the, 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 defini the definitions of boundaries. And also we wanna walk you next through what to expect through this uh, month. Yeah, so throughout all of June, so the, this week and the coming weeks, we'll be reading this book, of course, um, but with us at Sultry, we always kind of do our own Sultry mix, <laughs> remix on things. So I, if you all have been a part of different book clubs before for like other organizations or other communities, you probably had finished the whole book first and then you come together and just kind of have like a dialogue, talk about it and then go <laughs> your separate ways. But with Sultry, we like to kind of 
read it as we're going along with you all. I mean, like I have read the whole thing basically already, but still like I'm rereading along each week. Um, Alyssa is reading it in real time with you all if you chose to get the book. Um, but we break it down into sections so they're more digestible, I guess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we can kind of focus the conversation each week on a certain area of the book. Um, so first week today, um, for all of you here joining us is the introduction. So of course, we're introducing the book. Um, the author, you know, like why we chose the book. And then we're also talking about the importance of boundaries. So just, you know, like why, why are boundaries, <laughs> why do we have them? You know, why should we be trying to, you know, improve boundaries in our lives? Um, and then, you know, different like healthy, unhealthy aspects that boundaries can show up in our lives. Um, and then next week, we'll be talking about the different types of boundaries. So, you know, you have boundaries in your family and your romantic relationships, friendships, work um, with yourself. That's like the biggest thing in this book, honestly, for me is like yes. yourself. <laughs> um, and then social media. So I thought that was cool, too, how she mentioned social media as like an aspect of boundaries. Mm -hmm. um, and then week three, we'll talk about communicating boundaries just so important because a lot of us, you know, can have boundaries in our head, in our mind, in our spirits, but do we really tell people what that boundaries are? So she gives us some ways to kind of do that. And then the fourth week um, to wrap up is doing the work of setting boundaries. So it's really um, going to be focused more on like the actionable steps that we can take um, in our lives and the different boundaries that we have and work etc. Um, and then also like, how do we honor our boundaries? Like that's the word she uses. So also like different ways that we can make sure that we're staying true to ourselves, like as we're going on this journey. Um, so yeah, that's the main thing. We're here on Facebook live every Sunday yeah. at um, 5pm Pacific time, 8pm Eastern time. So mm -hmm. same place, same time. Um, I don't know what else you want to add. Yeah. And then also um, the, a big part of this book club and the big reason why we like to feature these specific book books is um, a, a space for a reflection. So a lot of this work that we're going to be doing together on this live, um, we're going to be leaving you with um, journal prompts and reflection questions because the reason why we're doing this in real time is because the art of reading is a practice. You know, we want to be able to digest everything in real time so that it has a lasting effect. And that's why we are doing it in this in this uh, series and manner and way. So we just wanted to share with you our intentions, what we hope to get out of this process with you all. And then also for our sanctuary members, if you're a part of our sanctuary, you will get these live recordings um, a part of the membership. So those of you who are tuning in with us on Facebook, you you're going to be able to access this with us live. And then after that, if you want to access it like for eternal eternity after this, it will be available on our membership. So we just wanted to uh, also give you all that information. If you're interested in joining our Soul Tree Sanctuary, you can learn more at soultreesisters.com and you'll be able to learn more and join us there. Um, yeah. Yeah, so visit our website, SoulTreeSisters.com, to check out our sanctuary or to sign up for the sanctuary. And then, of course, follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Well, you're already here on Facebook, but definitely like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. We have LinkedIn, all those things to stay updated on what we're doing in our community. Um, and, yeah, so if you have any questions about, like, the logistics, uh, you can either message us or you can put in the comments below, and then we'll get to that as well. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah, and just a tidbit. During our lives all the time, we love interaction. We love, you know, dialogue. We love talking with you all, conversations. So please, please, please feel free to add things yes. in the comments <laughs> section. And we'll, uh, you know, that'll be able to, we can share your comments if it's a response. Or mm -hmm. we can also, um, you know, answer any questions that you have. So Yes, we had a few more people join the live. We have Guy in the house. We have Sultry Mom in the house. We have Cousin Stanley. So thank you all for joining us. And with no further ado, let's, let's get into the nitty gritty of this book. And let's talk a little bit about... The author, Tony, tell us about Nidra. Yes, so Nidra is a black woman, amazing. Um, so she is a licensed therapist, um, a clinical social worker, um, a content creator, and an author, of course. So you, we all are reading her book, her book. Um, and what I found really interesting about Nidra is that she was really, I guess, famous or viral on Instagram for her like therapist type of uh, tweets or posts. Um, and then that's actually what kind of inspired her 
to write the book because she was writing such a great content on Instagram that people were like, oh my God, we need more, we need more. So she's like, okay, I can give you more in a book. So <laughs> definitely check out this book. Um, of course, um, I've an, I am an avid supporter of your local library. So check out your local library to see if you can check out the book there or even online digitally. Um, like my library, I have like an online card and like I actually was able to check it out like an audiobook um, as well. So it's also available through audiobooks. So you can check it out on Audible or your library. Yes, I want to answer a question before we get into more. Larry has a question. So have you started reading the book yet? So the answer is yes and no. Um, Tony has already read through the book. Tony is our um, book club series. Uh, I guess you screen she screens the books. And then <laughs> she screens she's an avid book reader. So she's always reading tons of books and we then decide together uh, which books we're going to feature. And so for me, no, I haven't read the book. I've read um, as far as chapter three, um, just to get us prepared for today's conversation. So I always read the book in real time with y'all. So we have one person over here, read the book, screened it, loved it, yes. And then me over here having the same experience as y'all. So we're on and in for a ride. Yes, so yeah, if you haven't, read the book, you haven't opened up the book, it's totally fine. Also, the way this book is written, it's very like easy to read. So even if you were to pick it up like in the next few weeks or something, I feel like you would still be caught up because it's really like straightforward, which I appreciate. Um, and also it's like a self-help book. So I feel like even if you don't read it, through being here in community and being a part of this conversation and the dialogue, then you're getting, you know, the benefits of this book as well. Yes. So even if you don't feel like getting the book, just coming here, being part of the conversation and feel free to chat with us as well. Cause we'll have parts where we have questions for you all to share uh, your responses with us. So yeah, so I hope that answered all of y'all's questions, but yeah, if you have any other questions, feel free to comment below. All right, let's go into Part one, understanding the importance of boundaries. So I just want, we just want to shout, shoot a question out to um, our people that are engaging with us. Um, what do you think boundaries are? Before we even get started, understanding the importance of boundaries to you, how do you define boundaries? Let us know in the chat. Yes. Like what do boundaries mean to you? Um, and if like, if you don't want to say like what boundaries are, you can also say like, is there any part of your life <laughs> that you're trying to work on? Well, we'll talk, we're going to talk about this later, but just right now, yeah. before we talk about boundaries, like your first thought, like, is there any, do you feel like you have good boundaries in your life or do you feel like you're trying to improve the boundaries in your life? Like yeah. Where are you in your boundaries uh, journey? So I'm putting here, how do you define boundaries? And then the follow-up question is, how do you feel, how do you feel you stand with, with um, enforcing them, sharing them, living by them, using them as a tool? Mm -hmm. So yes, please comment below. Um, okay, Sultry Mama, so Evangeline says, boundaries are setting limits. Yes, so, so very true. Um, so yeah, setting limits could, be so many things. And I also like in the book how Nietzsche is kind of kind of broad in her definition. We'll talk about the definition in a bit, but um, I think it encompasses a lot. And then Larry says, boundaries are something I'm learning. Oh, it is something I'm learning to set boundaries for myself, as in what are my boundaries? Mm. That's a, like a question all of us can just like inwardly reflect right now is like, what are my boundaries? And I think a good way to ask that question, because it's always hard to think about ourselves, but maybe ask, when has a boundary been set on you? Like, has anyone shared a boundary with you? That might be helpful to understanding a boundary when it was when it was placed upon you. Like, hey, don't pass this line. Because um, for me, it was hard when I thought about myself. I'm like, I don't know. But when you think about somebody else, it's a little easier. Mm -hmm. And then Asia says, creating space and limits. Definitely mm. better with boundaries, but want to improve, especially with family. Yes. Yes. And in this book, Nidra talks about how this is the hardest um, category to set boundaries. So we are, we hear you, we are with you and um, we're, we're interested in learning more together. Yes. And um, Alyssa, when you're talking about, like, oh, what is an example of a time when, you know, someone had like 
it put a boundary uh, between you and that person. And I feel like this past year with COVID honestly has been like a example of like having conversations about boundaries, boundary setting. Um, if people are respecting your boundaries, you know, like with standing six feet apart, like I remember being at an airport and like someone was like right behind me and I was like, six feet, sir, like you are too close to me. So something like that, um, yes. even like asking friends like, oh, hey, are you comfortable to hang out? Like, do, are you comfortable wearing a mask? Can we take off the mask? You know, should we meet outdoors? Can we meet inside your apartment? You know, things like that, I feel like, are if you had to do that during this pandemic, which a lot of us have, that's an example of setting boundaries. Yeah, and honestly, I feel like this book couldn't come at a more timely, um, at a at a better time because this is the time to practice communicating boundaries. You know, as people are getting vaccinated or or coming back to work and engaging, it's going to be so important to decide what our boundaries are so we can function. Um, in social engagements with our family at work. So that's also why I think this is an important time to 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 check in with ourselves so that we're able to um, navigate. Yeah, definitely. And then Chanel puts boundaries are like personal guidelines that can be linked to our individual values as well. Ooh, I love that. Yes, Chanel. That, that brings me back to the four agreements, Chanel. Oh. Our values, yes. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so boundaries are so important. And um, yeah, one thing that Nidra points out is that like whether we're like aware of it or not, there's boundaries in our life and we're either people who have like healthy ones or unhealthy ones. Um, so yeah, like I um, I guess um, before, uh, I guess, yeah, I'll share the definition of boundaries. But before that, I'll share what Nidra puts as like some of the signs that you need boundaries. Because like maybe you're thinking right now like, Oh, actually, like, I'm fine. <laughs> like, um, but so some of the things she says is like in the introduction, she says, like, if you feel overwhelmed, that can be a sign that you need boundaries. So especially like in work, like if you feel like you're working so much or your boss is asking you to work overtime and you keep saying yes, um, that could be overwhelmed in your family life. Um, if you feel resentment towards people for asking you for help, um, also, if you avoid phone calls and interactions with people you think might ask for something. Avoidance. Yeah, so I've felt that before. Um, <laughs> you make comments about helping people and getting nothing in return. So if you feel like some relationships are not reciprocal or mutual, um, you feel burned out. I think a lot of us um, can say we've experienced that, especially like with the pandemic and like having mm -hmm. everything virtual, you know, like Zoom fatigue and all of that boundaries with social media burned out you frequently daydream about dropping everything and disappearing so you know just sit with that one a little bit if you're feeling <laughs> that um and you have no time for yourself is the last sign that she says that you need boundaries and i was like she's talking about me so let us know in the comments if any of those struck a chord with you. So again, Tony was Tony was sharing signs that you need boundaries have to deal with if you feel overwhelmed, resent resentment for people asking for help, um, not wanting to answer phone calls, all those things. Let us know in the comments if you've ever felt that way. Mm -hmm. I know I have. Yeah, I, there was okay. something that I was like checking off. I was just like, oh god, now that, that's like page, like that's in the introduction. That's not even the first page. That's not even the first chapter, y'all. Right. Um, I never thought that feeling overwhelmed was a sign that I needed boundaries because I've always um, valued being needed. Mm -hmm. I've always valued people. When people ask me for help, I'm like, yes. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that is a boundary that I do not have. So we'll talk more about that. But I just wanted to share personally, like something that I thought was a good attribute of myself that I'm always saying yes. And I always want to help was a sign that your girl does not have a boundary around that. Yeah. And so for chapter one, it's called what the heck are boundaries. So she really kind of goes through like what are boundaries and all that stuff. And the first like subtitle of the chapter is boundaries are the gateway to healthy relationships. And I love that she shares it's the gateway because it really is like when you change your perspective or your mindset on that, it's like having boundaries. Like I think a lot of people think boundaries are like 
like it blocks you in, you know, it's like restricting you or closing you off from stuff. But I love how you said it's actually a gateway. So actually having these boundaries and these guidelines um, and this space and limits that you've all shared, that allows us to then have healthy, um, you know, mutual reciprocal relationships. I think that's so important. Uh, but before we continue talking about boundaries, I will share Nidra's definition just so we're all on the same page. Um, Oh, yeah. And then Jessica had shared that. Yeah, she has felt um, the need to disappear and then wanting a vacation. Because yes. Boundaries. Yes. So wanting a vacation is a good barometer of like, oh, I need a vacation. That means I, I need to set some boundaries. Like, yeah. So, yes, girl, we hear you. I feel you. Yes. Yeah. So I'll share the definition. So on page five, if you have the physical copy of the book on page five. Nija shares her definition of boundaries, so I'll just read it aloud for everyone. Um, so boundaries are expectations and needs that help you feel safe and comfortable in your relationships. So I think that's so important, safe and comfortable. Expectations and relationships help you stay mentally and emotionally well. Learning when to say no and when to say yes is also an essential part of feeling comfortable when interacting with others. So I love how she shares its expectations, its needs. So not even like a want, it's like a need, like I need this to be, and she says mentally and emotionally well, which I think so many of us can, or I'll just speak for myself. I feel like for me, like if I think I'm physically fine, like, oh, I can, you know, stay up and like work on this assignment or whatever when I had school. But then when I think about it, it's like, but was I mentally or emotionally well? You know, so I think, having that like holistic aspect of your wellness helps you uh, like implement these boundaries. Um, and I love how she says it's an essential part of feeling like comfortable and safe. Cause like, I think that also ties back into COVID. Like when we had to communicate our boundaries, people it's like, okay, am I comfortable? Like them not wearing a mask, you know, do I feel safe if like they're not vaccinated and I'm hanging out, you know what I mean? So I think if we think about like COVID example, it could be easier for some people who, if they don't, because we're living in it. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's her definition. So we're all kind of on the same page um, about that. Uh, did you want to add anything, Alyssa? No, I think I love that definition because I like that it's, it's not just needs, it's expectations. Because a lot of times we just think about, like you said, Tony, you said needs, but the expectations. Like how, how would you like to ideally engage at work? How do you ideally want to engage with your partner? How do you ideally want to engage with their family? And there's no shame in like wanting an ideal situation of how you want someone to call you, how you want someone to touch you, how you want someone to ask of you, how, how someone expects you to show up. Um, I think that's, we're going to dig into that deeper. But for me, I really resonate with this definition um, because it's rooted around how we feel about it. Not like boundaries are about pushing someone away. It's almost about how you would like to invite them in. Yes. Yeah, totally that. And I feel like also um, with her perspective on boundaries, I feel like it's also like, how are you sustaining yourself in your life? And that's why I like how she also breaks it down to like family, mm -hmm. relationships, friendships, work and social media, because it's really yes. sustaining in all these aspects. Because And also it's, she'll talk, we'll talk more about this later, but your boundaries in one aspect of your life could be different in others. Like, yes, people, she was like, oh, you can say like, oh, I don't hang out with my coworkers and stuff. But then you could have, you know, a boundary with your friends of like, oh, like we like to do X, Y, Z thing. I don't know. About it. So I think it's I think what's really important about uh, the boundaries uh, aspect is also, like I said, inviting in. And what we're saying is sustaining like we want I want to have a relationship with my sister. We work together. Right. We have sultry sisters. We have to have boundaries of when we have sisterities that is just like us just being us. And then like when it's sultry stuff. So even like here on this um, working, uh, being engaging with y'all, like we are still practicing boundaries, too, because, you know, I know T on her. She knows T on me, but we're not going to share it as a boundary. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, Tony, there's boundaries. <laughs> yes, there are boundaries, aka an outline that we be following. But anyway, <laughs> I love how Jada said this. Yes, boundaries are about how you like to invite them in. 
And the reason why I say that is because it's inspired by some gems that and examples that Nidra has in the book when she talks about shoes and homes. So I don't want to spoil it, but um, just want to say, yeah, inviting people in. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, look at social mama said there's yeah. a boundary. No coworker friends on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. Or Instagram or whatever your like social media thing is. Or even, you know, not being on like texting basis with coworkers sometimes like, oh, I prefer email, you know, so. It's all about what you prefer because we do want to engage. We are social beings like with the pandemic, like at the end of the day, even though we were in isolation, we, there's, we still crave connection. It's just like we get to, we get to name how we'd like to connect. Um, and that's what I like about this reclaiming ourselves is that um, what I'm looking forward to is like, yeah, just creating my own recipe on how I'd like to engage with people. And guess what? Recipes can change every day. Talking about food, one day you want Thai, one day you want, you know, some sandwich. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's okay to, and we're gonna we're gonna actually segue into that, talking about the different levels of boundaries, right, Tony? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, we kind of described the definition that Nidra has of what boundaries are. Everyone kind of shared here what boundaries are. Um, and so Nidra shares that there's three levels to boundaries. Um, and I'll go over that. Um, and so with the different levels of boundaries, it's just kind of a way to describe like how, it's kind of a way to categorize like the, some, the different boundaries we have in our lives and assess like, are they healthy or can they be improved, you know? So um, the first level or like one of the levels is porous boundaries. Um, and so porous boundaries are, I'm just reading it from the book. This is page 10. So if you're, if you're reading with us, page 10. Um, so porous boundaries are weak or poorly expressed and are unintentionally harmful. Um, they lead to feeling depleted, overextending yourself, um, depression, anxiety, and unhealthy relationship dynamics. Um, and so porous boundaries can look like oversharing, codependency, um, enmeshment. So lacking emotional separation between you and someone else. Um, there's inability to say no, people pleasing, depending on feedback of others, um, a fear of being rejected and accepting being mistreated. So if any of those things um, you felt like, oh, like a ding, 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 then that's um, an example of having a porous boundary. And um, with this book and like talking about boundaries and stuff, there's no like right or wrong. Like if you are reflecting right now and you're just like, oh, wow, like I have a lot of kind of unhealthy boundaries right now in my life. Like we're not trying to do this to make you feel bad and like, oh my God, I'm in like not a good place. Um, this is all just a way, like a tool to reflect and then hopefully inspire you and, you know, support you in creating more healthy boundaries. So I also wanted to put that yes. out. This is not like, oh, if you're all in this one category, then like you're doing everything wrong, but this is just a way to reflect and yeah. hopefully, you know, support you in this. Mm-hmm. And, and porous boundaries are very subtle. So they're not boundaries that are like very, very um, set in a set that you're aware of. Tony, can you think of like a porous boundary that you you have or, or a porous uh, boundary example? Yeah, like for me, kind of like you said earlier, but like saying yes to things, like even though inside I know that like actually I am tired, like so like my schedule before, like I was a full-time grad student. I was like yeah. working. Of course, I have sultry, so like I have a business. And then I helped on like other things. I was in like a student org. I helped with this, uh, this yoga group. So at one point, I was like saying yes to helping with like another organization and stuff. And I had to tell myself like, Tony, like this is not healthy for you. Like you know you only have like so many hours in a day. And like, just because you're available doesn't mean you're free to do these things. So I did have to practice boundaries like, okay, saying no to certain things like, no, I can't help out with X, Y, Z thing. And then also not even just like, a, not even a, not extreme, but it doesn't have to be just completely saying no to something, but also I've had to kind of navigate like, okay, yes, but kind of thing like, yes. hey, I can do this specific thing or at this time I, I'm available so also being more specific, so not just totally saying no, but saying like, okay, if I do engage in this thing, like this is what I can do, or this is what my capacity is. 
Yeah, I hear you. And I would say my example, when I when I reflect on a porous boundary, is when people pronounce my name wrong. Oh, it's fine. Like, you can, is it, is it, is, how do you say your last name? And I'm like, oh, it's just whatever. That is a porous boundary. Like, I'm just saying an example. Like, it doesn't have to be like people asking of you a lot. It could be something as simple as like, a porous boundary can be like, you go to a restaurant and you say you don't want a certain, you say, I don't want carrots in my fried rice. And they put carrots in your fried rice and they bring it to you. And you're like, it's okay. I'll just pick it out. That's a porous boundary. I know. And I just want to say like, it can seem very trivial, but if it, 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 when it comes to porous boundaries, I feel like they're weak and they're so small that it's one of those things that pile up. It's a lot of things that are just, you know, that will exhaust you. So I just wanted to bring that up, like to also share, like these boundaries is like, it goes deep, but it's also very like at the surface too, with how you engage with ordering yeah. food. Yeah. And I think that also, Alyssa, you sharing that example is good because you can also maybe reflect like people, not you, Alyssa, I'm saying people in general can reflect and like maybe in these smaller things in your life, if you are even more porous than that, like that might also help you reflect on like, okay, that kind of does become a pattern in other parts of your life. Maybe, maybe not, but sometimes that could be like, if you're a person who never really speaks up at a restaurant, which is like a stranger, a person doing their job who like, you know, it is, there is also their best interest to make sure that your dish is great. But if you don't feel comfortable um, to communicate your boundary with them, then like, you know, maybe with people in your family or your relationships, that's like more um, like emotionally tied. Then yes. it's even harder <laughs> to communicate. Yeah. Boundaries you feel mm-hmm. more. Um, oh my God. Like, why am I doing this? <laughs> exactly. If you're tuning in, let us know in the chat. Um, if you can identify a porous boundary that you've experienced, um, we would love to know. And I think the main, the main thing about what we're doing right now with defining the different types of levels of boundaries is just to normalize and show like how it's not much to ask for the right order. And it's not much to ask someone to call you um, by your name in which you would like it to be pronounced. It's okay to say, excuse me, do you mind referring to me as this? Or excuse me, do you mind if you, you know, if I get what I ordered? Um, it's okay. I want to, I, I just want to give space that to, to normalize that. Yeah. And also, I guess it's kind of similar, but like when she was, Nisha says like porous boundaries can also look like people pleasing. And I think sometimes that term, I feel like a lot of people are familiar with, but I don't think everyone will have maybe like a grasp of like how that shows up in their life. But Alyssa, like you said, like even ordering food, like if you don't feel comfortable to say your boundary is like, oh, I can't have meat because I'm a vegetarian or something. And then they still put meat dish, uh, meat in your dish or something. Then that could be like, oh, people pleasing because like, oh, it's like a work potluck. And like, you don't want someone to like feel bad that they like, you know, made this dish and like, but it's against like, you know, your eating values and stuff like that. So um, that's something to think about too. Um, yeah. And then chorus. Yeah. For me, it was the main thing that came up was like saying no to like things when I was really like overwhelmed, but feel free to comment below. Like now that we've shared what porous boundaries are like, um, if anything came up for you um, and we can share that aloud with everyone. Um and while that happens, um, we can um, start talking about rigid boundaries. Oh, I want to share this, what Larry said. I learned a lot about boundaries from me. <laughs> That's news to me, Larry. I'm glad. I'm glad I exercised some sort of boundary. <laughs> I mean, I know I do. We all do. But it's just being more aware of the different levels for me. Mm-hmm. I feel like certain levels I'm good at and certain levels not so great. For me, I have a lot of porous boundaries that... Um, I recognize I do have rigid ones, but it's just that the porous category really got me. Mm-hmm. Or I feel like also with porous, and then we can move on. But with porous, I think when I was reflecting while reading this book, I thought of sometimes when like you do something like, I don't know, with like your friends, if they invite you to like an event or something and you say, you know, I guess we're still saying yes, but you say yes. And then like later on, you have these like feelings like, oh, I shouldn't go. And so like maybe you start like, I don't know gossiping or chatting with like other people besides those people who invited you like oh every time they invite me like I don't they should understand that I'm busy like why do they keep inviting me and things like why do they keep asking me you know to borrow money or something like they should just like know that I have a hard time or something but it's like that's porous when like you keep allowing these different things to continue 
when like the flip side, which we'll talk about is like the healthy is like telling them, actually, I cannot do this for X, Y, Z reason. Um, so I think that's another way to look at it. Yes. Also, for those of you who are, you know, entrepreneurs or even just any work, anybody who works on the computer, especially with this pandemic, like porous boundary is someone emailing you and it's your day off and or you're off work and they're like, you know what, I can just send this. I, I'll just respond, even though they sent it when you know you're not working. That's violating our. That, that's what you're. That's what we're trying to say too. Like we violate our own boundaries. Like we could have been like, oh, I'm, I'm off the clock. Like I'm done. I'm gone. But then you know, with this, with this thing, right here, and you get them emails on your phone. We find ourselves easily violating our own boundaries. Porous answering a quick email like, oh, quickly, yes or no, and we're like, yes, but that's we're not working. So those are things that like they just add up. When I think about pores uh, uh, boundaries, I think of like pores on your skin. They just add up. Yeah. They don't no, seem exactly. significant, but this, it adds up. I'm going to wash my mouth. <laughs> and, and that's a great example. Because, yeah, like when it can, comes to like emails or even texts or calls, like if you're busy, like I still am working through this of like, Tony, you don't need to text someone back like right away or call them back. Like if you are literally in the middle of doing a task, like if I'm cooking or something and it really is just not a good time, like it's just fine to then respond later. So that could even be like with friends, you know, with family or whatever. That's something I've realized about myself. Sometimes even if I'm not available, I will answer. And like, of course, there's some people who ask you like, oh, is this a good time? But not everyone when they call you will ask this is a good time. And then sometimes even if they ask you if this is a good time, you'll say, no, it's not. And then they proceed to continue the conversation. So sometimes I've learned that it's better to just like, okay, my boundary is like to not answer if I'm like working on something. Um, so then later on, I could just get back to it. Um, so I think that's important. Um, and Alyssa, you were saying, oh yeah, it's like, um, you were saying how like us as individuals, tend to violate our own boundaries. And yes, that's something that Nidra shares a lot in the beginning of the book. It's like, this book helps us not only create boundaries with other people, but my biggest takeaways, again, is just like boundaries with myself. So also a poorest example for me is like my self-care. Like, and I really like reading right when I wake up in the morning. And then for me, I like, throughout the pandemic, sometimes I'm like, okay, like instead of reading in the morning, like I'll do it at night. And then of course life happens and I don't do it at night. But when I'm actually like really good about like, no, Tony, you dedicated this time right when you woke up to read, I feel better. And that also like if I'm doing something or have meetings, like I know to not schedule it during like, you know, that time in the morning that I have for my like team. So I think that's important too. Like if you think about how you're taking care of yourself, I think a lot of times we have porous boundaries with ourselves. Like what, you know, our self-care looks like, you know, taking time for rest. Like maybe we're off a certain day and then we still end up doing work stuff or doing stuff mm -hmm. with family when we really wanted to just be by ourselves. So I think that's important too. Yes. And I wanted to share a quote, setting boundaries is self-care. Again, like what Tony is saying. Um, shall we talk about rigid boundaries? Yes. So porous is like, you know, like pores, like fluid, you know, it's just like maybe there's a boundary, maybe there's not. Rigid is the opposite and is what you think of rigid. So boundary right here. Mm, nope, don't play with me. <laughs> I can't cross this. <laughs> yeah. So rigid um, is the other extreme. Eleven reading in the book. Uh, rigid boundaries involving all to keep others out as a way to keep yourself safe. But staying safe by locking yourself is unhealthy and leads to a whole other set of problems. Um, and so porous boundaries, Nidra says, leads to unhealthy closeness, um, where rigid boundaries um, are like a self-protective mechanism. So to protect yourself, you are rigid, um, but then it builds this distance. Um, and it, a lot of that is rooted in like not wanting, not wanting to be vulnerable, not wanting to be taken advantage of. So um, it could be, you know, like a trauma response or those kind of things, and it manifests as rigid boundaries. Um, and so they look like never sharing so if you like are very private, reserved, and like maybe your coworkers know like nothing about your personal life or like your family knows like nothing about like how your work is doing. Um, 
or and then there's like building walls so like we said like you know like just distancing yourself from like whoever people avoiding vulnerability so like not even opening up yourself because you're just like nope i'm not even gonna let these people like come close to me to hurt me you know what i mean um cutting people out so you're just like actually maybe i tried having healthy maybe i tried having porous boundaries and it was not working so you know what i'm just gonna cut that whole person scenario out of my life um it could look like having high expectations of others um so just like well I do this boundary. Like, I get up at 5 a.m. every day and run. Like, why can't they do that? You know what I mean? <laughs> so it could be, you know, kind of projecting or like just having expectations for others that are not even what they want for themselves. Um, and then she says also enforcing strict rules. So mm-hmm. it could be like, no, like I never, you know, hang out with my coworkers. And it's like, you might have one coworker that's kind of cool. You know, you don't get like yeah. never them. Or like, you know, like I, some people will be like, I, I don't know. Like they, I'm trying to think of another, like more casual example. <laughs> I mean, what I wanted to bring up about rigid versus porous. So I wanted to say like, you know, rigid, like, oh, when someone says like, yeah, I have strict boundaries. Like she's also, Nija's also highlighting that no, rigid is another extreme. It's another unhealthy extreme of, on the spectrum. So here's porous, here's rigid. And what really, really hit me deep, y'all, in this list is cutting people out. Call me Edwina Scissorhands. Cause I'd be like, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> You know, Edward, I just call myself Edwina. I know what you were saying. I was, it was just real funny. Just call me Edwina because, because I'm so porous and because I have this way of like being like, like uh, unhealthy closeness, when I feel so like my boundaries are violated, I don't know how to express them. So I just, Edwina, cut them out just, and I just be like, where'd she go? She gone. So... <laughs> she needs to cut it that's how I realized like that's not sustainable to be like all over here or like over here you know I'm just trying to be in the middle I'm very y'all I'm a move you can tell I'm a dancer come just embodying everything but <laughs> boundaries um, yeah so it's funny because not funny I had reflected and realized that I'm a person that usually has more rigid boundaries so when I was let us know in the comments if you're like that please oh I thought you were gonna say if you know that Tony's rigid I was like no 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 no. let us know if you more identify with at this point now that I'm gonna let you finish your story but in the comments while you're telling your story let us know if you identify more with porous or rigid yeah let us know if you're porous p for porous r for rigid yeah give us a pr or a pr you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) we have a little too much fun okay tony go ahead and share uh share with us your rigid story well i was just saying i was reflecting while reading this book and i was like wow like i really am rigid like i have walls I'm the Great Wall of China over here. Like she's at Wiener Scissorhands. I'm like the Great Wall of China. Like I've built a fortress. You would like to come in? Well, guess what? There's a moat. So you have to like take like a donkey up the mountain and then you need to scan, you know, like we have to do like uh, ancestry.com to make sure like, who are you? Why are you here? And why did you think that you could come up inside this wall? You know, so- you see how complicated these rigid boundaries can get y'all. This is why it's not healthy. <laughs> Yeah, and I also energy, right? I also cut people out. I avoid vulnerability. Uh, recently, I talked to someone about this. Like, wow, I've been actually really vulnerable with you. Like, this is really interesting because, like, I don't do this. Um, <laughs> so I was self-aware enough to realize in the moment as it was happening. But I'm still working through, like, being okay with, like, not this richness. But in the last year, I feel like I have definitely, like, worked on this. And so I'm getting better with like, even like Alyssa, like we're sisters. So I talked to her more about like my personal life. Cause even like people close to me, like really didn't know what was going on. So <laughs> I'm working on that. Oh, Gaia says, I too have been known to have <laughs> an ice box where my heart used to be. Okay, Omarion. <laughs> right. right? Um, and so examples of rigid could be like saying no harshly as a way to discourage people from asking you in the future. So you're like, no, I'm never going to do that. Um, it could also be like having a rule where you, this example says like, you never watch your sister's kids or like you never, you know, help out a coworker when they ask for a favor, you know what I mean? So 
it can look like a lot of things. Um, I think it's interesting that Larry says it's okay to cut people out. It is healthy for me. Friends, people can just be friends after. Yes. And Nisha does talk into detail, like the, like why cutting people out um, is more unhealthy than, you know, what people normally say, like, oh, cutting out is good. Like you should cut people out. I'm trying to find it where she says it though. Well, like something kind of explain it as this is like, I think in the book where she talks about cutting people out, it's like you've gotten so fed up with like not having a healthy boundary that you just basically kind of goes, you just never, you're like, I just am never going to interact. I with found them. it. Yeah. It, it's on page 45. If y'all have the book cut off, the cutoff is when you abruptly cut uh, abruptly without explanation, disconnect from another person before you cut them off. Ask yourself this, like they're saying to, to, to be a little bit mindful of that. Cause that's just an abrupt, like gone. Ah! Are y'all watching live or not? Okay, so we're giving you pure entertainment right now. Cut off below if you're laughing. <laughs> Before you cut someone off, ask yourself these questions: Was the other person aware of my issues with the relationship? Two: Have I tried setting a boundary first? Three: Did I uphold my boundary and hold the other person accountable? And those are the things where I'm like wow, I was called out. Cause I've definitely been like more of a person that does the cutoff. And that's it. I just feel it's, it's a very, I don't know the best way to say it, but it just feels, it takes more energy because now there's just like, it's like a space, a gap, you know, a break in the relationship with somebody. Um, and it has the capability of repeating itself. Yeah. Now, what I learned. In the book, she shares how like, through creating healthy boundaries, so communicating with people when it's like, instead of being rigid and cutting them off, like she really advocates for communicating through that. Like, even though it might be difficult, it's gotta be uncomfortable. Like none of this, setting boundaries is not comfortable. She says that a lot. Like you're gonna have to get comfortable being uncomfortable because, you know, telling someone like, oh, hey, like actually like, you know, like I work these hours and like when you email me, you know, after the hours, like. I know it's urgent to you, but like I have X, Y, Z things um, that could be uncomfortable. You know, like maybe there's a power dynamic, you know, maybe that's your friend and your coworker. So like you want to help them out. You know, there's different things that there's a lot of emotions, I guess, that come in to like boundaries and why we feel fearful to enforce them. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you know, cutting off is that drastic of like, I don't even want to deal with this, but the healthy thing, and Nidra's a therapist, of course, she's like, the healthy thing is to talk through it, to work through it, to let people know that like, this is what's happening and like give them, that's giving them the opportunity to improve and to take action on the thing. It's like, like she said in the book, it's like holding them accountable. Cause it's like, if you don't even tell someone, Hey, you're actually kind of violating my boundary. How are they supposed to know? And then they're going to keep mm -hmm. thing in that way or keep yes. in that way. So it does. It's a disservice to you and that person, honestly. And I wanted to also share a couple quotes and gems. She uh, Nidra says, "Boundaries are not unspoken rules." So if you found yourself saying they should have known better, or it's common sense, that is an assumption that someone should know. Social boundaries, personal boundaries, familiar boundaries. So if you catch yourself saying that, which I have caught myself saying that, then it's like, well, that person doesn't know. So like you, we can gossip all we want about this person being reckless or da, 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 but we're not communicating our boundary around that person's actions around us or around others. Um, and I also want to share another quote, Gem, is healthy boundaries are possible when your past doesn't show up as your present interactions. Say Let me say it again. We're the ones in the back. Healthy boundaries. Because now we talked about porous and um, rigid. Healthy boundaries are possible when your past doesn't show up as your present interactions, y'all. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And before we move to healthy interactions, I want to highlight some people who are sharing what they think. Um, Gaia says she's feel like she's definitely more porous when she come when it comes to work. Um, I definitely feel you on that. Chanel shares, I can be rigid or porous depending on the mood. Mood swing, right? Here, 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 here. 
Lipe says, oof, I don't know what that's from, but oof, was it's it from my phone? I don't know. I feel it. Was it the T? And then Larry says, I used to think that you could be vulnerable with everyone. In reality, you need to be careful with who you, uh, with how you are vulnerable because some people don't really know how to handle that in a respectful and appropriate manner. Yes, exactly. Not everyone can handle that and hold space for us. So that is a boundary, knowing that boundary within ourselves and also understanding that other people might not have the capacity. Mm -hmm. So that is a, a great self-awareness um, tip. And then Gaia says, yes, huge advocating uh, advocate for teaching people how you like to be treated. Mm -hmm. And then Jada says, I don't know. I'm all about that cutoff life. <laughs> I mean, Edwina right here. Um, but yes, always a good practice to try and work through things. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to I'm trying to sustain the relationships that I have with people and really not just cut off, you know, the cut off a whole person because there's this one part that's trash. You know, we can discuss that. Yeah. Or it's like, you know, just at least having the discussion of like why you're cutting someone off. I mean, obviously you probably wouldn't word it like that. I'm cutting you off. But you'd be like, hey, this has been, you know, keep happening. And this is a pattern. Like it's it's not healthy for me to continue this relationship thing. You know, yeah. so I also want to say I also want to say that we're not talking about, uh, you know, we're, we're not talking about abuse. We're not talking about all those kind of things. Like we're not talking about like not cutting off that kind of stuff. Cause Nija also talks about um, that in the opening sections of like, you know, the cost of not having healthy boundaries. And she touches a little bit on that. We won't get into those details, but I want to say also too, like, I don't want to normalize like that kind of talk to of like, if you need to cut somebody off for your safety, like that's what she, in her definition, she talked about safety and you feel uncomfortable. If you don't feel safe or comfortable to explain your boundaries, then you probably aren't safe enough. Like, so ask yourself this too. Like when we're talking about this, we're not like, oh yeah, tell everyone your boundaries. Like in the cases that you feel like you can't, you know, that's also a good check-in. Maybe you're not in a safe space. So I just want to also say that too. Like um, we're not here to just like preach or anything like that. We're just reflecting and responding to the book and our own experiences, but we don't want to like trivialize um boundaries in that way yeah but also i think going into what we're talking about earlier like having boundaries with yourself so i think that's the first like she doesn't really word it this way but i think the most important <laughs> boundary is with yourself like she talks about relationships and all this stuff but like if you have the boundary with yourself that you want to feel safe and comfortable and <clears throat> like understood and seen and validated in like whatever aspects of your life then if you're in situations that aren't that, then you can honor your boundary and, you know, find a way to not be in that situation. So I think it's also mm -hmm. important, like the self-reflection of like, okay, how am I honoring myself? And she talks a lot mm -hmm. about that towards the end of the book. And we'll talk about that towards the end of this month. Um, but yeah, those are all great reflections. Um, I feel like a lot of us feel seen and heard from these different boundaries. We can take that with a grain of salt and, you know, take some time this next week to reflect on how that sits with us and, mm -hmm. you know, things that we might want to, you know, incorporate in our life. Um, but yeah, I can share her definition of healthy just so we're all on the same page. Um, and then we can kind of wrap up a little bit and share a few reflection questions with you all to take away for this next week because um, we kind of give you all homework like a fun thing you don't have to do it but just something to think about before we meet up next week um so before we end healthy boundaries are possible oh like Alyssa said that possible when your past does not show up as your present situations um and she also says that healthy boundaries require an awareness of emotional mental and physical capacity so that went into a lot of what we're talking about is that self-reflection self-awareness and clear communication so a lot of what she talks about in this book is communication like communication is key um like a lot of it really is just that and being more assertive in that um so examples of healthy boundaries are being clear about your values you're like this is really important to me to have like family time so when i'm not working please respect that i'm not going to answer because this is my family time listening to your own opinion listen to yourself girl sharing with others appropriately so like larry was kind of saying like choosing who and when to be vulnerable having a healthy vulnerability with people who've earned your trust earned or not earned. just gets it being comfortable saying no. So that's kind of goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning. Um, and then comfortable hearing no as well. 
So that's what healthy looks like. But we'll share some <laughs> reflection questions and then we'll wrap up. Yes. Yeah, so of course we wanna we wanna share that healthy boundaries are a life practice. It is a life practice. And that's why um, we thought it was really important to go through this book with our community. And so as part of our life practice uh, for the Soul Tree Sisters and our soul care is journal prompts. Like that's part of our practice in in soul care. So it, would, it wouldn't be right if we didn't give our community a little a little opportunity to reflect and journal. So the first question we're, we're wanting to throw at y'all is, how were boundaries taught to you and your family? Feel free to write this down if you want to, but also feel free in the chat if you want to let us know, like, how were boundaries taught to you in your family? Um, I can say for me, boundaries were taught to me when I was first little, but like, don't touch that, it's hot. You know, don't do this. Like, so it could be as simple as like, uh, um, as that. But how are uh, boundaries taught to you? And then Tony has shared in the chat um, the reflection question. So you can also um, see that as well. Our second question is, where are you in need of boundaries right now? List three places or relationships where you would like a new boundary. I know for me, I would like to have a new boundary within myself. So that's, I'm working with myself. I'm starting here. <laughs> Yeah, with me, like through the first part of the book was like <laughs> boundaries. That's really navigating and work. All right, and then the third one and is. I'm sorry, we're getting a little. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. And then the third one is what is your what is your biggest challenge with setting boundaries? And when I think about that, because I just said my, I want to set a boundary with myself. What is my biggest challenge with setting boundaries with myself? Well, I'm with myself. Like, <laughs> and for me, it's like my biggest challenge with setting boundaries with myself is the fact that I'm not sharing them with others. And for me, this is why I really am looking to do this reflection in community with the Soul Tree Sister community and our Soul Tree Sanctuary fam is because I do crave that accountability. Um, and when it comes to setting boundaries myself, I feel like I haven't really been able to activate those because I just violate them and I start all over again. It's like we when we talk about like, maybe you're trying to uh, practice a new like activity or something like that. Um, a lot of times for me, it helps when I vocalize them and share them. So part of um, us having these lives is like for us to all bear witness to each other's growth and reflections. And so I want to welcome you all to share. Um, if you want to, you know, start this journey with us, comment, you're already here with us. And um, so that's for me, like my biggest challenge is like the lack of not having uh, accountability. And that's why I love bringing these kind of growth opportunities um, to the Soul Tree Sanctuary because I feel like we can do it collectively as a community and healthily. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me, what I'm working on right now is um, maintaining my boundaries with self within my daily routine. So I'm trying to get back into having a routine because I just graduated my master's program. So I had like a few weeks of a break, but then now I got used to like not really having a schedule, but that doesn't help my self-care. Like I really like to dedicate certain times in the day for certain activities because that's the most like productive I am, et cetera. So I want to get back to that. And I haven't been having that boundary. I've been like just doing things whenever and I haven't felt good about it. So yeah, and like Alyssa said, it's kind of hard when you have to motivate your own self or like, you know, enforce your own boundary because there's not really that person to tell you like, no, this isn't what you said. Yes. Um, and then Larry shares with us um, how he learned about boundaries. He says in my family, he didn't, they didn't really set boundaries and have conversations about boundaries. So, but it's something that he would like to move forward with teaching his daughter. Yes. Sophia is so lucky to have a papa like you that's going to uh, model good boundaries. That's great. Yeah. So thank you all for sharing with us today and our first um, day of our book club series. So again, join us each Sunday for the rest of June 
same time, same place. So 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern time on Facebook Live. Again, the recordings will be offered to our Soul Tree Sanctuary members. So go to our website, soultreesisters.com to find out how to join. Um, and of course, with the reflection questions, you can see it in the comment and maybe copy it and paste it so you can journal and reflect on that this next week. Um, and then next week, we will be talking about the different types of boundaries. So work, family, relationships. Aren't there six different ones? Yeah. So the six different boundaries. And then we'll also, we'll be doing like chapter four and five. So a little bit about, um, let me look at the table of contents, about the six types and then what boundary violations look like. So if someone's not honoring it, what that looks like. Um, so again, if you don't have the book, you can still come back for a great conversation, but please do check out this book. You can support a black woman who's doing awesome work in the community. So definitely yes. support. Um, if you can't, then check it out from your library. Um, and if you do buy the book online, you can buy it from her website or you can buy it from, if you go to her website, there's a link to support an independent bookstore near you. Um, so I'm really, I'm really passionate about that too. So try not to order from like a big box store if you can. Yes, and I also want to share that this live will be available for 24 hours. And then once it's after 24 hours, it's going to be available on our Soul Tree Sanctuary. Again, if you're like, wow, I want to be able to like revisit this past 24 hours. Again, if you're part of our Soul Tree Sanctuary community, you'll have access to that past 24 hours. Otherwise, we will see y'all next week. Yes. Bye. Bye. <laughs> have a great week.